Hello everyone and welcome to the One Man Renegade Podcast. I'm your host, the Honorable Greg B, and this is Chapter 76. Uh, we are in the eh, the dregs of the winter, I guess you want to call it. Um, you know, uh, football's over, relatively speaking. Uh, we'll get to that in a second, because um, it's sort of, it's, it's over for the most part. I mean, for the... For the part that anyone really cares about, for the, I I think I don't know, uh, but we'll, we'll talk about that in a second. Um, but yeah, it's you know, we still got like another month until like spring starts, and then even then, like the weather doesn't really get good for a couple more months. And uh, you know, if you're into skiing, it's probably a good time for skiing right now. Uh, we did just get some snow, um, but relatively. In this part of where I live, uh, near right outside of Boston, that's not really relevant to skiing. Uh, it's more about up in the mountains in New Hampshire and uh, Vermont and Maine and, you know, some of Massachusetts, too. But um, I, I mentioned this because I did go skiing last weekend. Uh, it was fine. Uh, they got some... Uh, I went to Killington in Vermont. They got some rain right before we got there, and then I got cold, so it was a bit icy. Um, but I headed up to New Hampshire in a couple weeks, so... Uh, looking forward to uh, skiing up there. They just got a bunch of snow. Hopefully it doesn't rain by the time I get up there. But it probably will. But hopefully get some snow. I don't know. Whatever. We'll see what happens. Not the point. point is, we are now in the middle of uh, February. As I record this, it is Valentine's Day. Um, so, um, happy Valentine's Day, I guess, if you care um, about that. But we did just have the Super Bowl, well... A week and a half ago, uh, and the last time I left you in the last chapter, we were headed into the AFC and NFC championship games, um, of which I got one of them right. No, wait, that was two weeks ago. That was before. Never mind. We were headed to the Pro Bowl. They were headed into the Pro Bowl. I forgot which weeks I recorded what. Never mind. I got the I got the Pro Bowl right, actually, and I got the. Yeah, that's what we did. The Pro Bowl. I forgot what week it was. Okay, yeah, we just had the the uh, AFC and NFC championships. Uh, Patriots and Rams. Whatever. Not the point. Um, we had the Pro Bowl, and I got that right. If the AFC won, Patrick Mahomes was one of the MVPs. I think um, the dude from the Jets was. They gave out like a MVP, offensive MVP, and a defensive MVP, which I didn't realize. Um, I got all the NHL All Star game wrong. So whatever. Uh, fine um but the super bowl which is what i was getting to in the point of all of this uh patriots rams it was pretty boring it was a pretty boring game very defensive uh minded game well it was partially very def- i mean i don't i definitely give credit to the de- defenses both defenses were really good both offenses just seemed out of sync and you know who knows i mean i'm not taking credit away from the defenses that could have just been because of the defenses but there was a lot of there was a bunch of drop passes um a lot of like overthrows and stuff and you know some of that's because they were getting rushed i guess with their throws or whatever from the defense but i don't know everything just seemed a little bit off um but luckily for the patriots they were able to muster 13 points and uh win the super bowl 13 to three, which is the largest victory they've ever had in a Super Bowl. I mean, that was thanks in part to a missed field goal at the very end by uh, Greg Zerline, which was really 
latch latch last ditch effort uh if they kicked the field goal and got the extra, got the onside kick then they could have maybe thrown a Hail Mary I don't know whatever doesn't matter didn't happen Patriots won Super Bowl number six uh MVP was actually Julian Edelman not Tom Brady so I got that incorrect uh but whatever I'll take that fine I mean you got to spread the love a little bit yeah Brady didn't have a great game uh and a lot of the most of the passes he threw were to Edelman I feel like uh Ronk had a few too. Hogan did not catch anything, uh, even though he got thrown to like six or seven times or whatever. But uh, Sonny Michelle had a touchdown. Um, that was it. That was the only touchdown. Sonny Michelle, Steve Daskowski hit a couple field goals and missed the field goal. Um, but yeah, overall, not a great game Like from like a viewer's standpoint. Or an entertainment standpoint, maybe. But as a Patriots fan, sure, sure, I'll take it. I'll take it all day. Uh, you know, again, another stressful game. Although this one, I don't know. It just didn't. It didn't quite have that same vibe. I mean, on the one hand, it's like okay, yeah, the Rams obviously had a great offense in the regular season, and they were capable of scoring at a second, seemingly. But like, it was just one of those weird games where it was like you expected something. Like the first half was kind of slow. Uh, and it was similar to the AFC and championship game where, like, yeah, the Patriots were dominating on the, on defense, but it's like, all right, well, they're going to make some adjustments, and the defense is going to get tired, and eventually the Rams will start scoring, and then the Patriots will start scoring more or whatever. This never happened. Um, and um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, just it, it never felt too comfortable up until the very end in terms of just, like, Okay, anything can happen here, but just nothing ever happened. <laughs> it was just weird. Uh, halftime show is terrible. Uh, Maroon 5 are garbage. Uh, and Travis Scott just swore a bunch. So what the, What was the point of any of that? And they had to edit it all. <laughs> and Big Boy was there. And he sang the song that's outcast, but not really outcast. Uh, I like the way you move. So, yeah. Um, he was fine, but it's like, okay, here's a nostalgic act for you. Member berries. Um, uh, they were in Atlanta too. I guess that makes sense. But they were in Atlanta. Where's tag team? Whoop! There it is. Like seriously, come on, guys. Whoop! There it is. Not whoop! There it is. That was those guys were about to Jacksonville, I think. Uh, deep South or deep eighty-six, deep eighty-seven, deep ninety-six. Deep, I don't know. Whatever the name of that band was, <laughs> group was ninety-eight South. Was that what it was? Whatever. Not the point. Let's move on. Patriots Super Bowl. They had a parade. It's fine. It's over. Done. Football is now behind us. Or is it? No, because the AAF, American Alliance of Football, started um, this uh, past weekend. I did, I saw like two seconds of one game that was on like NFL Network. It seemed weird to me. Uh, I guess they're not competing, so I guess it really doesn't matter. Yeah, they're on like CBS and like CBS Sports Network, but then they're also on like CBS Access, but then there's some on the NHL, NFL Network. And I feel like there's another channel that might have some at some point i don't know whatever it seems like very boring like nobody <laughs> nobody's playing football i don't know if i care about that um i, I don't know i don't know uh to each his own though if you want to watch some football go check it out i'm check, look online i'm sure you can find the details on when games air they're mostly saturdays and i think they're all saturdays and sundays um honestly don't know when the next like because the first game was on cbs on saturday night i believe i don't know how the ratings did or anything like that um 
and then I know there was games on NFL Network, and I think there was games on CBS Access or whatever. But then I feel like this weekend there's no games on CBS. I don't think there's any more games on CBS until like the finals or something. Maybe I don't even know. Um, let's just look it up real quick. AAF football schedule. Football. They do have fantasy football, which apparently I missed because uh, the season restarted. But <laughs> I also don't don't even know who's playing in this thing. Um, yeah, let's see. Um, oh yeah, I think there's some games on TNT maybe. Uh, let's see, schedule. Um, this is, this is garbage. It gives me literally nothing. Well, this is terrible. Their website is awful. Hey guys, step it up. Your website's terrible. This is really garbage. This is really, uh, honestly, this is a garbage website. Like, it has the week one schedule. They already happened. But they don't, it doesn't have, like, the final scores or whatever. Doesn't say when one of the games are on TV. I know I saw it though somewhere. Uh, uh, Let's see. Let's go TV schedule maybe. Uh, I don't know. Whatever. It's not important. Find it somehow. It's on TNT, TBS, ABC, NBC, CBS. I don't know. I think CBS, obviously, but uh, CBS Sports Network, too, I think, has some. Let's see if I can find it. Um, uh, Let's see. So, let's say Saturday afternoon. Sure. Saturday afternoon. Let's see. Uh, You know what? Honestly... I don't care. <laughs> I'm gonna move on. If you want to watch out, watch AF football. Check it out. It's it's happening apparently. Uh, they have some weird rules, but like it's nothing crazy. It's not like CFL rules or anything like that. I just know like they don't do kickoffs. So there's like a weird way to do onside kicks. There's no extra points. There's basically no kickers. I don't think there's any kickers. I don't think they have kickers. They might have punters. Well, they got to kick field goals, though, right? Well, they must have kickers. I think they can still kick field goals. Uh, <laughs> well, maybe the punter kicks the field goals. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I really don't know. I watched, like, maybe 10 minutes of a game. when, And when I say watch, I mean it was on because they actually were replaying the Super Bowl. And I watched the end of that again on NFL Network. Well, they're replaying all, like, the Patriots Super Bowls. And I'd had NFL Network on, and then I... When I came home on Sunday, after the Bruins game, which we'll talk about the Bruins a little bit, but uh, I just turned on the TV and it was NFL Network was on and they were replaying the end of the Super Bowl, so I had watched the end of that, and then it cut to an AF game, and I was like, "What? What is this? Is this live? Is this actually happening?" But it was just on, and I wasn't really watching it. It was just you know, it was on in the background, but. Anyways, um, yeah, let's move on. All right, so what else has been going on? Uh, let's just talk about the sports world. Like I said, I I did terrible at the uh, NHL All-Star Game predictions, but I did okay with the Pro Bowl. Um, the N- NBA uh, trade deadline took place. Uh, lots of moves, uh, lots of stuff moving around. I mean, I guess the biggest ones were Rock Garcelle going to Toronto, Tobias Harris going to 76ers, um, 
there's a lot of small moves too um that just kind of moving moving things around for um cap space and and whatnot um are those the biggest moves i feel like i don't even know i feel like they're missing something i feel like there's a couple others that i'm just i can't think of at the moment um uh Milwaukee got somebody. I don't know. Anyways, not the point. Um, the Celtics didn't do anything the, other than trade Jabari Bird, who wasn't playing because he's um, suspended because of um, stuff, <laughs> domestic dispute. So they basically dumped him to Atlanta to clear up a. Um, a roster spot, and then Atlanta was just gonna cut him. So, lots of lots of guys gotten cut. You know, Enos Cantor got cut. Uh, someone else in the Knicks got cut too. I don't know, but anyways, uh, Celtics had a bit of a rough week. Um, well, Super Bowl they beat um, Super Bowl Sunday they beat Thunder, which was a good game. Um, but then they and then they beat Cleveland, I think. But then they played the Lakers and the Clippers, both at home, you know, considering the L.A., continuing the L.A.-Boston rivalry, I guess, if you want to call it that, um, you know, through because of the Super Bowl and whatnot, uh, and also the World Series. But um, they both had big leads in both games, and both games they lost the leads and ended up losing. Kyrie got hurt and left the Cle- the Clippers game. That he hasn't played since then. But they did bounce back and beat the 76ers on Tuesday. And last night they beat Detroit. I was at the game. Uh, they, uh, you know, had a huge lead again and let the Pistons kind of get back into it. But luckily um, they uh, did not blow it and won it. So, I don't know. You know, it's kind of one of those weird things like, all right, the trade deadline is over. So, these, these are the teams now, basically. There's still some moves that could happen. Guys getting bought out and picked up by other teams um i think the rosters lock in march 1st or at least not they don't lock but like you have to be on a team on march 1st to be eligible to play in the in the playoffs although i feel like there's still weird rules around that i remember kendrick perkins like randomly getting signed like really late at the cleveland last year and ended up playing in the playoffs i don't remember what the the deal was that i think he was on like the he had played some games or the like their uh uh, what is it called? The D League, not the D League, the G League team, or whatever, whatever that league is now. So he is eligible somehow. I don't know. There's some weird rules around that, but regardless of any of that, most of the the main things are set. Um, it's just a matter of now of who's going to make the playoffs, who's not going to make the playoffs. Um, you know, with some of those borderline playoff teams, which the Lakers and Clippers both are right now, along with the Kings, that all of a sudden are ruining our draft pick, but um. The Celtics are going to make the playoffs. There's no question that. It's just a matter of what seed they end up. Um, it might be tough for them to get to one or two, but like three, four, or five is probably where they end up. And obviously you want to not be in the five spot because you want to have home field, home home field, home court first round. Um, at least, anyways. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. You know, that's that's just where it's playing out right now. Um, and you also want to get everyone healthy. So Kyrie being hurt is not very good right now, but you don't you want him to get healthy. So it's like, yeah, I don't know. It's it's weird. 
A lot of people are down on Kyrie right now because he hasn't, the chemistry hasn't been great, and um, you know they've seemed to play well better. They seem to play better when he's not in. <laughs> Theoretically, I guess. I mean, a lot of times when he's not playing, they're playing garbage teams, so it's kind of hard to say that specifically. But like you know, obviously his two losses to the LA teams didn't prove anything for him, and you know, obviously got hurt halfway through the Clippers game, so that didn't. Anyways, but alright, let's move on. Um, Major League Baseball is uh, just getting started again. Uh, pitchers and catchers for most of the teams I think have already already are about to report over this weekend. Um, uh, you know, the, the season actually starts super early this year because there's games in Japan between the Mariners and somebody. I know it's the Mariners because I know Ichiro is going to be playing in them and that's pretty much going to be the end of his career. Yeah, it's kind of weird, like, you know, he he sort of played last year, but then, like, was kind of, like, a coach. But, like, he wasn't, like, technically, like, he didn't retire or anything, so he's still on the team. So they're like, okay, well, you can play in Japan. And then it's like, all right, well, but then, yeah, it's pretty much it. <laughs> it's like, okay. So he's randomly going to play in these three games in Japan. Which, honestly, I don't get it. Like, I mean, I, I get playing game games in Japan. Like, do you want to spread the... Major League Baseball, um, you know, you want to spread the globally to like other markets, and obviously Japan is a big baseball market. But to have regular season games in like the middle of March, it just screws everyone up because it's like, well, if you're doing fantasy baseball, it's like, well, now you got to do your draft super early. But then it's like, okay, there's these three. I don't, I don't even know if it's three games. It might only be two games. I'm not even sure. Um, I'm not sure how many games it is actually. Is it two or three? Something like that. Whatever it is. And then it's like, all right, well, then, no, you have to wait um, another two weeks until the actual season starts or whatever it is. It's just like, why aren't these just, like, preseason games? Like, what does it matter to them that it's a regular season game? It's like, people in Japan are just going to go, they're going to go see the game, like, regardless. I don't I don't think it matters to them. Because, it theoretically, it is still kind of a preseason, I mean, like a spring training game. Because, like, these rosters aren't going to be set by then. I mean, they're going to kind of have to, but, like, then it's like, okay, you have another week of spring training now. It's like, what? This doesn't make any sense. Um, But regardless, anyways, the biggest news story, I guess, coming out of baseball in general in the offseason is no one signed. Uh, Some of the biggest free agents, Bryce Harper, Manny Machado, Craig Kimbrell, um, among others, have not signed anywhere. They're not signed. And spring training's starting. It's just crazy to me. And I know I know it sort of happened with J.D. Martinez last year, too. But the thing with J.D. Martinez was he was basically committed to the Red Sox. It was just a matter of, like, there was some legal holdup with, I don't know, if his contract or some injury things or something that they just wanted to get the the uh, paperwork, you know, the contract right or whatever. And I know it had to do with, like, his buyouts and stuff. I think there was some debating and uh, uh, there was some negotiating and stuff regarding that. Um, but ultimately, he did sign. Obviously, he won. Um, he helped the Red Sox win the World Series. It was great. Um, but the thing is, with that contract, though, it's like there's no there was no benefit for the team on that. It's like he signed whatever it was, four-year deal or whatever it was, but he op- can opt out after this year. And it's like, well, what's the benefit for the team for that? Either he's bad and now they're stuck with a garbage contract, or he's good and opts out. And you're going to have to pay him more. And it's just like, I don't get the value of that for the team. 
at all. I see the value in it for the player, obviously, because you opt out and get a longer contract or more money or whatever. But, like, for the team, it just doesn't make any sense, you know. And it's not like, oh, well, if you sign the guy long-term and then he's locked in. Well, no, because if you sign the guy long-term, he's locked in, but he can opt out. What's the point? And it's like either he's going to suck and take up all your money or he's going to be good and you want more money. And it's just like, I don't understand why teams are want to do that. And that's the problem now. Guys aren't signing because of... They want to opt out, but the teams don't want to give them the money. But I don't know. It's just, it's it's a mess. It's a mess. And uh, I could see it leading to some sort of work stoppage. Um, I don't know when the CBA is up or whatever, but I can see the next time the CBA is up, something could go down. So it could be bad. Uh, we could have another 1994 on our hands. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, it's very odd given that, you know, Bryce Harper, Manny Machado, Craig Kimbrell. Not signed. And it's spring. Training. Already starting. Um, uh, NHL, there's not much more, not much to say. The trade deadline, I believe, is a week from Monday. Um, the uh, Bruins, you know, is mostly what I'm following. So, um, they, you know, they've had a couple good games. I think they've won three in a row, but they lost like three in a row before that. So they're kind of going back and forth. Um, or something like that. I don't know. They're kind of, you know, they're still in the hunt for... You know, basically it's Tampa and then everyone else. So, so it's Tampa and then everyone else is kind of mingled in with the uh, rest of the bunch, um, and that includes basically all four divisions. But I mean, specifically in the uh, Eastern Conference, with you get the Atlantic and then the Metropolitan, and and it's one of those weird things where it's like, okay, well, like I think the Bruins are like a point ahead of Toronto, who's like a point ahead of Montreal, but like I think there's games in hand somewhere, whatever. It almost seems like it would be beneficial for whoever is in that grouping to end up in the four seed. And let me explain why. Because if you end up in the four seed, you end up the wild card. Or at least one of the wild cards. Fourth or fifth. But if you end up the fifth, you're the second wild card, so you're going to have to play Tampa. You don't want that. You want the fourth seed. And depending on who wins the fifth seed, it doesn't really matter. But if you're in that fourth seed, you move over to the other side of the division. And then you get to play, you know, Washington or Islanders or Pittsburgh, who, you know, Bruins have obviously had their issues with Washington. So they finally beat them. They finally beat them on Super Bowl Sunday. It was a good day, Super Bowl Sunday, um, for Boston teams. But it's like, okay, well, if you end up in the two seed, let's say, or even three, two or three seed, like, I mean, obviously you want the two over the three for the home ice, but you're, if you end up, let's say three, and you play, you have to go to Toronto. And, you know, they have home ice. So now you're playing Toronto. Toronto has home ice. And even if then you win, you have to go play Tampa. Yikes. Whereas if you go the other side and, you know, okay, you might play the Islanders or Pittsburgh or Washington first round. Yeah, you're not going to have any home ice. But you wouldn't have anyways if you're the three seed. But you get to play potentially a, a worse team than Toronto to begin with, with you know, whoever it ends up being in the top seed there. And then a much worse team than whoever wins in the other 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 round um than Tampa. Like I bet yeah, eventually, you know, if Tampa doesn't blow it, you're gonna have to play them in the in the in the um Eastern Conference Finals, but it's an easier path. 
to the Eastern Conference Finals. Now, you might say, well, whatever. If you're gonna play, if you're gonna end up having to play Tampa anyways, just get it over with. And I guess that's true. I guess that's a good decent enough theory. But I just, I feel like it makes more sense to drop down to that four spot and get the hell out of there, you know. But I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens. But uh, again, I I feel like it's pretty much. I don't I don't see the Bruins dropping out of the playoffs unless something drastic happens. And given that Pasternak got hurt and is out for a couple weeks, that doesn't help. But they turned around and then beat up uh, Chicago pretty good. Not that Chicago is that great of a team this year, but still. And then now they got a West Coast swing that they got going on. But they did. Speaking of West Coast teams, though, they did play. They did. They did beat LA. So good for them. Celtics ruined it for everyone. The beat LA uh, thing. Um, but anyways. That's uh, all I got for the world of sports, or at least uh, the four major sports. Um, now I'm going to talk about Premier League. No, I don't. Ha- I don't know anything about Premier League. I'm just joking. Um, I-, I know some like, some soccer guy like died in like a plane crash or something. Well, so like I guess it happened a while back. I don't even know, but he was like a pretty big like got a deal and just signed like a big deal to like move from one team to another. The what? However, the it's. It's weird. They don't have like, they don't have like. It's not like free agencies, but like guys are are on teams and like they can get bought by another team or something. I don't know. It's weird the way they do it. But anyways, he just signed this deal or whatever. He got like on, on a private plane, and the plane just disappeared. And like they research, they like searched for it for a bit, but like then they gave up the search. Then there was like a crowdfunding thing, and like there was like a plane there was cushions to like the the chairs that were found or something on a beach and then they then they uh op- reopened the search and they eventually found the remnants of the plane and the body and then yeah um forgive me i forget his name but yeah i, I mean that's crazy i mean because he's a pretty big star I, I feel like um at least in the soccer world maybe not on the global scale but maybe he was i don't, I don't really know uh regardless uh, that's all I know about soccer. That's all I got for soccer. That's soccer talk. Soccer talk here on One Man Renegade Podcast. Um, actually, it'd be football, right? I don't know. Whatever. Uh, alright, let's move on. So, um, yeah. So, I'm not going to talk anything about movies. I did see some movies recently, but the movie podcast is coming up. Uh, check your local listings. Um, it should be start. They should start dropping on Monday if you're listening to this, uh, you know, relatively soon after it came out. So today's, as I'm recording this, is Valentine's Day. Uh, most people probably will hear it maybe the 15th or the 16th, 17th over the weekend. Uh, Monday's Patriots. No, no, it's not Patriots Day. I keep on saying that. I mean, it's always Patriots Day. It's basically Patriots Day every day here in New England. Um, but um, it is President's Day. Now, unfortunately, I don't get President's Day off anymore. We used to get it off at my work, but then they decided, yeah, President's kind of sucks, so you don't get it off anymore. All right, fine. Um, <laughs> so uh, I will unfortunately be working, but for those of you that will not be working, or even if you are working and need something to listen to, the first episode of the movie podcast should be dropping. But we'll get into all the movie stuff um, then. For now, I'm going to talk about a television show that I just finished up watching, and that was The Punisher. Came back on 
Netflix, uh, season two. Um, I enjoyed it. I didn't think it was quite as good as season one. Um, but, um, you know, it was still an enjoyable show. Um, the critics didn't love it. And I feel like the problem with it is that it's very brutal. And I feel like it, it loses some Marvel credit points, if you want to say that, because it's so violent and brutal. It's, you know, it's, it's not like, it's not, it's not for the faint of heart, let's just say. <laughs> Uh, but it's Punisher. I mean, that's expected. Um, but anyways, um, so yeah, that that's that's done and over with. Uh, it will probably be canceled soon because all of the Marvel uh, Netflix stuff is getting canceled. There's only the only thing left is Jessica Jones season three, which I think comes out in April. Maybe I, I could be wrong. March, April, something like that. No, uh, not too far down the line, I don't think. I don't think they've actually set a date specifically yet, but I, I'm pretty sure they're it's done and. Um, it'll be out relatively soon, then that will probably be canceled, and that will be done. The Marvel Netflix shows will be done, and the reason being is because the Disney um, app will be starting soon, and I don't remember what it's called. Disney Disney Streaming? No, it's called Disney something or other. Uh, they announced what it was called, but now I forget. Disney Streaming... It will be called, uh, I don't know, what's it going to be called? Disney Plus. Disney Plus, yes. So so I guess, yeah, I mean, it kind of makes sense, branding-wise, go along with ESPN Plus, so Disney Plus. Um, now, I don't think necessarily, and I don't know if even if even they can move these shows over to that. Um, I mean, I think they'll stay on Netflix for now in terms of just like the you know, watching and be able to stream it and watch it. I don't know when the contract for it is over. I think eventually they will end up over there. Now, my point is, will they do new seasons of these shows? I don't necessarily think they will. It seems like they're going to go in a different direction. But the thing I thing I wonder is, is, you have all these characters now, and well, maybe some of them work better than others. I thought Daredevil was good. Punisher is good. Jessica Jones and Luke Cage are okay. And then Iron Fist was terrible. But you have these established, you establish now these characters. I mean, Daredevil is kind of already established, and so was the Punisher. But like, you brought them to the forefront again, and to then just let them go away again, I don't know if that's the the right move. Um, I feel like they should do something with these characters. Will they necessarily be the same show? Probably not. Are the same actors? I don't know. Do you incorporate them into the movies? You could. Um, but the thing about the movies, and we'll get this to this in a second, is I don't know if they know what they're doing yet. And I say that because... Um, and to, to finish up with the Disney Plus, though, they did announce, or at least the rumors, I don't know if anything's officially been announced, but it's basically pretty much been announced um, that there's going to be a Loki show. There's going to be a Scarlet Witch show, and there's going to be a Falcon and Winter Soldier show. Now, what those entail, I don't know. I mean, the Loki one will most likely be a prequel. Uh, I don't know about the Scarlet Witch one and the Falcon and Bucky one. I don't, I don't know what exactly that will be. Now, granted, granted, all those people I mentioned all died <laughs> in Infinity War. 
well, three of them were snapped in Loki while he was gone before that. But so that's why. Well, regardless, um, that's why Loki will probably have to be a prequel because he was gone. He was dead before that. But I mean, you never know. They could still bring him back. There's a lot of question marks still to be answered with all that. But more question marks get raised because they dropped the trailer for Star uh, Spider Man Homecoming. They dropped another trailer for Endgame. And they also dropped some more stuff about Captain Marvel, which, you know, that's coming out in a couple weeks, so, yeah, that's, uh, I mean, there's nothing really to say about that one, except, um, well, you know, it's a prequel, it's set in the 90s, so it doesn't really entail, it's not going to entail anything that happened due to Infinity War, unless it's, you know, kind of a tag at the end. I'm sure there's some sort of tag at the end that's going to link into Infinity War, it has to, because that's the next movie. I mean, it doesn't have to, but it makes sense to and maybe even just the end of the movie kind of links in we don't know comes out in a few weeks so we'll find out then um i don't know i'm like i'm not like super like stoked about captain marvel i'll be honest i don't really know the character very well i'm more super stoked about what that means for infinity war or or you know the continuation of infinity war and then endgame um that's more the interest in my mind than the actual movie of itself i'm sure it's gonna be good like don't get me wrong but like just in general like i don't know the i don't know captain marvel that well like i feel like i know the other captain marvel better um and we'll talk about that in just a second um because that's always still confusing to everyone uh or at least the people that know of the old captain marvel um i guess they cleaned it up a little bit for like the people that don't know about that stuff but so they released another uh, trailer for Endgame. Looks still looks really cool. Um, trying. I mean, obviously they're not giving away much. Um, obviously they can't. I mean, why would you? Um, and I wonder once after Captain Marvel comes out if they'll kind of release another trailer that like okay, well now we can kind of tell you more stuff. But the one that's more interesting that came out was the Spider-Man Far From Home uh, trailer dropped, which. I, on the one hand, I get, you know, it comes out in July, so we kind of got to start <laughs> promoting it. But on the other hand, it's like, well, wait, what are you doing? We don't even know. Spider-Man's gone. Like, Spider-Man got snapped. He went away. He didn't feel good. And he went away. <laughs> like, how can you then have a trailer with him in it? And equally enough to that, have Nick Fury in it too. And mm, I know Nick Fury's going to be in Captain Marvel as well, but I mean, that's a prequel. We saw him go away too and say mother as he went away in the end of Infinity War. Spoiler alert for all this. I know it's spoiler, spoiler, spoiler alert. <laughs> if you haven't watched it now, I don't know why you would be listening to this and listening to me talk about it. But, um, so yeah, okay. So that raises the question, all right, well, when does this movie actually take place? Because that's the question mark here. Um, Does this movie take place before Infinity War? Does this movie take place after Endgame? I don't know. I don't know. There's some theories going around. Um, There's some theories going around. Somehow this takes... I heard one that said, somehow this takes place after Endgame but before Infinity War. Which, I mean, if they're going to start messing with the timeline, it's going to get weird. They already screwed up the timeline for the and the first Spider-Man Homecoming when they said uh, it was eight years after Avengers. 
even though Civil War was only three years after Avengers or four years after Avengers, and this was right after Civil War, so the timeline timeline wise, it didn't make any sense. <laughs> they screwed it up. They screwed it up. They definitely screwed it up. And don't tell me they didn't screw it up. And there's a more explanation to it because it doesn't make any sense. But regardless, they can screw it all up now with the with whatever is going to happen with the with the. Um, the quantum realm or whatever it's called, uh, and then just the time stone or whatever, you know, there's just, there's, you know, time. And then the other thing too, that's going around is there's the, um, what are they called? Like there's the, there's a name for them, like in Captain Marvel and it was in the newer trailer or whatever there, there's, uh, uh, shapeshifter type people. I forget there's a name for them. Um, but, uh, you know, so now you have people that maybe not who they are. And there's a theory going around that the Thanos that was in Infinity War isn't actually the real Thanos. And the real Thanos is going to come to save the world or something. I don't know. It seems very far-fetched. But possible, I guess. And possible that there's more to that than just that. There's some maybe these other characters that were really weren't really who they said they were or whatever. Um, Yeah, what are they called? Sorry. Uh, Blah, 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 blah. They are called... um, Yeah, uh, the scrolls. It's like Marty Scroll, sort of. Not really, though. But anyways, so... (laughs) Yeah, I don't know, but like it, it's just gonna it's it's confusing based off of what we don't know. Given that they're giving us a trailer for a movie that's gonna come out after the trailer, or after the movie that we don't know what's happening in. Uh, but then that's the thing too is there's nothing really planned specifically after that. I mean, yes, there's movies in the works, uh, a Black Widow movie supposedly in the works. Guardians three eventually is gonna happen, I guess. Uh, Doctor Strange 2 is probably happening. Black Panther 2 is definitely happening, but when? Um, you know, it, it's just it's just weird because they, they don't really... It's, it's not really clear. The path isn't as clear as it has been in the previous phase or whatever. Uh, but the other thing that's that's happening that young people aren't really talking about are is the fact that, um, yes, um, the New Mutants and... Uh, X-Men Dark Phoenix are happening. They're coming out finally because they're done. They're done. They're going to be released. But then X-Men switches over to back to Marvel or back to Disney in the Marvel. And so to Fantastic Four. And now all of a sudden you have these new characters you can play with. So what do you do with that? And how do you implement that into possibly the MCU? Or do they do their own completely new own thing? Or do you continue those sto- the, at least the X Men part of it? Do you continue that storyline? I don't think you do. I think you just restart that stuff. But I think you do incorporate it into the MCU somehow. But it just—I I feel like they don't know what they're doing yet. Or at least they're, if they do, they're not saying anything yet. But I feel like they're kind of waiting to see how that all pans out. But it's happening. So uh, now, one thing that is weird about this, and and and. Captain Marvel in general, and let's be, let me first point out that Captain Marvel, um, 
His name's Carol Danvers. Now, the weird part of that is Supergirl is Kara Danvers. Yeah, there's Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel. Supergirl is Kara. Well, she's Kara Zor-El, but her Earth name is Kara Danvers. And it's like, really, guys? Come on. So that's one little thing. But then there's already a Cap. There's another Captain Marvel. Uh, now, technically, he's not Captain Marvel anymore, but there was a DC version of Captain Marvel. Um, the character, it's, he's, a, he's a boy that says a certain word and then becomes Captain Marvel and is a superhero. There's a movie coming out. It's called Shazam because the boy says Shazam comes Captain Marvel. Well, no, he did at one point, but doesn't anymore because... There was a lawsuit, somebody sued somebody, there was, you know, lots of confusion, and eventually there was a settlement, and basically Captain Marvel happened to be, became Shazam. Now, the Shazam movie does come out, I've seen the trailer for that, in April, I believe, beginning of April, because Endgame's at the end of April. Captain Marvel's beginning of March, and uh, Shazam's beginning of April, then... Um, end games end of April, Spider Man's in July. I think that's all the ones that are out this year. Is Wonder Woman coming out in this year too, or is that next year? I think it's next year. I think it's 2020, right? June 2020. I think it was originally supposed to come out this November and they pushed it back. There's also a Star Wars movie coming out this year too. So let's not forget about that. <laughs> that has nothing to do with this though. Um, but no, so, so super confusing. She's Captain Marvel. Carol Danvers when there's Supergirl Kara Danvers and there was another Captain Marvel who's now Shazam. Yep, it's confusing. Whatever. It is what it is. All the movies are coming out. All the movies are happening. Go see all of them or see none of them. I don't care. But, alright. So, that's going to do it for my Punisher slash movie preview, superhero movie preview stuff. Uh, as far as TV goes, I haven't really been watching anything too new. I mean, there's Flash and Supergirl and blah, blah, blah. Those movies, those shows have been going on. Uh, True Detective's still going pretty pretty good. I've enjoyed this season. Um, it's not as good as last... I mean, it's not as good... I don't think it's as good as the first season, but it's definitely better than the last season. Uh, I'm still just waiting for Game of Thrones coming out. Still got a couple more months till that. Um, uh, nothing really else... Uh, there is this new show on Netflix I kind of want to check out called Russian Dolls. It's kind of Groundhog Day-ish, Happy Death Day-ish, Happy Death Day to You. Actually just came out too, which is weird. Why does everything, why does all these things got to be like in February? Like what's the deal with that? Um, but basically this person just keeps on reliving the same day. Yep. Pretty much the same plot. Um. I don't know, but it seems interesting. I might check it out. Um, that's about it. Uh, that new show with uh, Steve Buscemi started, The Miracle Workers. I haven't watched it. I have it. The first episode aired last night. I have it on my DVR. Seems funny. It's got uh, Harry Potter in it. I don't know. Could be interesting. I'll check it out. Um, that's about it. Just the regular old it's normal shows I watch. Nothing crazy. Um, yeah, nothing really more to say about that. Um, 
Okay, so now, uh, all right, so let's get into how I did on some of my other predictions for whatever weekend that was a few weekends ago. Uh, Bellator um, happened. Uh, so the thing that I didn't realize, and, you know, I guess the CM Punk kind of thing kind of threw me off, and I didn't do well. I only got two out of five right, but um, Fedora got his mind mangled. Um, so Jake Hager, a.k.a. Uh, Jack Swagger, um, you know, the thing was that, you know, going into this, like, oh, well, he's never done this before, so, like, uh, yeah, like, why, how, how is he gonna win? Well, I mean, first of all, he was actually, like, a legit, like, uh, collegiate wrestler, like, it was pretty good, so, okay, so, don't, you know, the comparisons to CM Punk end there, like, if you're gonna compare him to anything, maybe Brock Lesnar, no, he wasn't as good as Brock Lesnar, let's not get crazy, but, um, you know, but at the same time, it's like, all right, well, who is, who's he going up against? And that was, that was the thing with CM Punk. It's like, yeah, he's going up against guys that really haven't fought a bunch in UFC, but have fought a bunch. Bellator is not UFC. That's the thing here. <laughs> guys in Bellator are not exactly on the same level as UFC. And the guy he was fighting was specifically nowhere near the level of UFC. Um, you know, the, he was in, like, tag team MMA. MMA? Like, how does that even work? Um and basically, Jack Swagger pretty much annihilated him. And you should have noted that noted noted that he was like a seven to one favor or something crazy or whatever it was. Um, so yeah, he basically dominated. Our truth sang him to the ring. Okay, he did better. He did better that night than he did the next night. And we'll we'll get into that in a minute. But um, but then he did well again. So I don't know. Whatever. Our truth has had an up and down up and down month. <laughs> just leave it at that uh yeah so basically i mean he kind of dominated it'll be interesting to see him actually in a competitive fight now that they establish okay okay he's legit he can actually do some stuff now let's have him fight somebody like legit um but we'll see when that happens um sometime down the line all right um so that was enough that's enough of that um moving on uh the phoenix uh takeover phoenix nxt takeover phoenix Good show. Uh, it was it was enjoyable. Um, they had some solid solid matches. Um, uh, the War Raiders uh, beat uh, un, undefeated, undisputed error, not undefeated error. They got defeated, uh, undisputed error to win the tag titles. Uh, Matt Riddle beat Cassius Ono. Um, Johnny Gargano actually wins, beat Ricochet for the uh, North American title. Uh, Shayna Baszler. Uh, retained against Bianca Belair and Tommaso Ciampa retained against Aleister Black. Then after the show is over, Aleister Black, no, sorry, Johnny Gargano came out and Gargano and Ciampa were both kind of standing at the stage and that cut off. But then after the show went off the air, Velveteen Dream got in their face, then Aleister Black got in their face, out came Ricochet and Adam Cole which set up halftime heat at the Super Bowl. Yes, they brought back halftime heat for the first time. Well, see, the original halftime heat took place 20 years ago, uh, 1999. It was halftime of the Broncos and Falcons game. Uh, The Rock and Mankind fought for the title in a... um, It was pre-taped in a empty arena match Vince McMahon did the commentary which was a bit awkward because he hadn't done commentary in quite some time it was pretty good Mankind won 
Uh, then the next year they did it again, but it wasn't quite. They did have like an interview with. It was basically just a regular episode of Heat, but then they had an interview with Stone Cold, who was out injured. And I don't know if they ever did it after that, but I remember those two specifically. But they brought it back. Uh, but they did a six-man tag with NXT, which was actually live from the Performance Center, which was pretty cool. Uh, I didn't get to see it live, but I saw it later. Um, with Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa, and Adam Cole taking on Velveteen Dream, Aleister Black, and Ricochet. Now, on top of all this, something I kind of forgot to mention, or maybe I mentioned it, but... Didn't really know quite how it was going to work. And they eventually showed it on the network, or part of it on the network. Part of it was just on YouTube. It was kind of weird the way they did it. Worlds Collide tournament that took place, uh, I guess, at the Axis portion of the Royal Rumble. It was guys from NXT, NXT UK, and 205 Live. Uh, it was 15 guys, which was a bit weird, too. Um, and the winner would receive a um, championship match of their choosing. Now, the thing that was weird about that, it was like, oh, they can choose any show. But there was guys like Keith Lee in it. And I was like, well, what if he wins? He can't do, he can't go to 205 Live. That doesn't make any sense. Ultimately, Velveteen Dream won. Now, the thing was, too, it didn't really specify what title. So, Velveteen Dream is taking on Ricochet for the, oh, no, sorry, not Ricochet, Johnny Gargano. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Gargano for the North American title. Which is a weird choice. But uh, I think that's happening next week on NXT, which means it probably already got taped. I'm not even sure. Or maybe not. I don't know. Either way. Regardless, it's. I think it airs next week on NXT. I haven't watched last night's NXT, so I'm, I don't think it was last night. I think it's next week. Um, all right. So what else is going on? Um, yeah, I guess that's the, the, that's it for NXT. Uh, they're building up to, I guess, TakeOver in Brooklyn. Well, no, it's, you know, it's weird because it's like, it's TakeOver Brooklyn, like, it would technically be TakeOver Brooklyn 4, because it's in Brooklyn, but they're calling it TakeOver New York because, like, WrestleMania is not in Brooklyn, so I feel like they want to, like, associate it with the WrestleMania and not the where it is, which is weird, because the other ones are all Brooklyn, but the rest SummerSlams are all in Brooklyn. Whatever. Regardless. Um, I don't think they've announced anything specific yet for that. We're, we're still a little bit ways out. Um... And, um, yeah. Um, okay, so, what else has been going on? Actually, you know what? I'll come back to that. Um, <clears throat> AEW has, uh, has announced, uh, their show, obviously, went on sale, I think yesterday or two days ago or something like that. It sold out, the Double or Nothing, uh, pay-per-view that's gonna be in, in, um, Memorial Day weekend, I think, in Las Vegas. But they also announced that uh, Kenny Omega is joining AEW. No, no big surprise there. He was done with New Japan and uh, moving on to AEW. Um, and then Jericho attacked him, and they set up the match, the rematch for Jericho and Omega at the pay-per-view. Um, but speaking of Kenny Omega, he's now that he's in AEW, he obviously lost the... New Japan IWGP Heavyweight Championship to Tanahashi at um, Wrestle Kingdom. But Tanahashi now dropped it to Jay White. So pretty quick reign for him. Interesting uh, interesting uh, thing, though. 
Um, but yeah. All right. Uh, what else? Um, well, before we get to any of the WWE stuff, uh, let's go back a bit because I kind of forgot to talk about UFC coming up on Sunday. Uh, US, U, UFC on ESPN is taking place. Um, it is the first actual show on proper ESPN. I know they had uh, ESPN, uh, UFC on ESPN Plus um, a few weeks back, uh, but this one is um, UFC on actual ESPN. Now, some of the prelims, I think, are on ESPN Plus, but then some of them are on ESPN so it's like, again, that weird thing where it's like, why is it the prelim if it's on the same channel? And then it just goes into the main show. I don't know, but whatever. Um, so it's kind of the big jumping off point for ESPN in UFC. I mean, I know they did a plus, and, but then it's like you had to order it. and it's, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm not a big fan of the whole ESPN plus thing. I'll be uh, quite honest with you. Um, but let's let's uh, run down the UFC on ESPN card and... Uh, Make some predictions. Uh, so this takes place Sunday. Um, because of the long weekend, I guess. They figure people have money off. I don't. So thanks a lot, UFC. Not that, not that it matters. but uh, Regardless. Um, Alright, let's start off with the early preliminary card, which is on ESPN+. Plus. I don't know if it's also on Fight Pass or not. I feel like they've gotten rid of Fight Pass, sort of, because of ESPN+, Plus, which is kind of stupid, but whatever. Um... All right, we start off with a women's strawweight battle. And then, of course, this is all subject to change. Um, Last-minute changes can happen, like happened last weekend at UFC 234. Uh, Robert Whitaker, like, last minute, like, was had a hernia and had to pull out of the fight. Um, and then they put uh, Anderson Silva in the main event. It's like, wait, what? Anderson Silva? He's still fighting? Yikes. All right, so anyways, uh, women's strawweight battle. Alexandra Albu versus Emily Whitmore. Whitmere. Go Emily Whitmere. Yeah, I didn't even know what happened because I was away, and I was like, "Oh, I wonder what happened on UFC." And my buddy's like, "Yeah, the main event got canceled." I was like, "What? The main event got canceled?" Um. So obviously, subject to change. <laughs> and then another women's strawweight battle: uh, Jessica Penny versus uh, Jody Escobel. I'm going to go Jessica Penny. Or maybe Penny. I don't know how to say these names ever. Uh, next up, <clears throat> we got a um, bantamweight battle between Renan Barrio versus Luke Sanders. I'm going to go Luke Sanders. And then... Uh, then we move on to the preliminary card, which is on ESPN. I believe it starts at 7. Let me double check. I know the main card starts at 9. But I want to say the preliminary card starts at 7. But let's find out, shall we? Or you can watch some AAF football, right? That's not on ESPN. They don't, they don't care about that, apparently. I wonder if they're even covering it. It's like... Did they ever really cover the XFL? I don't remember. Outside of, like, when it first started, they'd be like, oh, the XFL happened. Yeah, 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock at um, the Talking Stick Arena in Phoenix. Or Talking Stick Resort Arena in Phoenix, which is where NXT TakeOver took place. So there you go. Um, all right, so moving on to the preliminary card. 
the lightweight there's a lightweight yeah, a lightweight match between Scott Holzman and Nick Lentz. I'm gonna go Nick Lentz. Uh, next up, there is a women's flyweight battle. Ash, Ashley Evans-Smith taking on Andrea Lee. Go, go, Ashley Evans-Smith. Yeah. So I got a little bit of a stuffy nose here. I apologize if my voice isn't coming off quite as clear as it normally does. Um, and next up, we have a bantamweight battle between ben- Benito Lopez and Manny Bermudez. I'm going to go Manny. Let's go Manny. Speaking of Manny, um, Manny Ramirez, that played for the Red Sox, number 24. David Price was number 24, decided to change his number to number 10 this year. So if you have your David Price 24 jerseys, they are now irrelevant. (laughs) I'm just joking. Well, sort of. I don't know. I mean, if you had the home jersey anyways, it didn't matter. But now now if you have a 24 jersey, it's nobody. Uh, You know, it was Dwight Evans way back in the day. Manny Ramirez, of course, and David Price, but... Now it's nobody, so get a new jersey. <laughs> get a David Price 10 jersey. No, don't do that. Um, yeah. It's like the Kobe when Kobe did that. That was annoying. I'm certain that was annoying for people. It's like, I have my Kobe 8 jersey. Like, well, he's 24 now. All right, next up. And and it wasn't like he's always been 10 because he wasn't. It wasn't like he came to Boston someone else said 10. And he's like, well, I'll be 24, I guess. And it's like someone left. And he's like, oh, can I be 10 now? No, nothing to do with that. You just, just want to change it up. Like, all right. All right, next up and another bantamweight battle. We have Jimmy Rivera and Almain Sterling. Alimain, something like that. Uh, let's go with Jimmy Rivera. Uh, next, so then we move on to the main card on ESPN still, so you don't, you don't even have to change the channel. Uh, we'll start off with a featherweight battle between Andre Philly and Miles Jury. Those are interesting names. Um, I'm going to go Miles Jury. Uh, next up, we have a welterweight battle between Vincente Luque and Brian Barbarina. Go Vicente. All right, now moving on, uh, we have a featherweight battle between Alex Caceres and Cron Gracie. Gotta go, Cron. Cron Gracie. Cron. Alright, uh, next up we have a women's strawweight battle between Courtney Casey and Cynthia Silvio. Um, I'm going to go Courtney Casey. Courtney without a U, though. That's it's weird. It's, maybe it's not Courtney? I mean, it looks like Courtney. But with no U. It's weird. Uh, next up we have a lightweight battle between James Vick and Paul Felder. I'm going to go Paul Felder. And finally, in the main event of the evening, it's a heavyweight battle between Francis Naguyo taking on the former champion, Kane Velasquez. Mm. I think I'm going to go Kane. Kane Velasquez. 
who who interestingly enough was actually working out in the uh performance center and as i say that i look up at my tv and they're showing the performance center uh because the page movie comes out this well actually i think it comes limited this week and then uh nationwide next week fighting with my family the page story because apparently someone thought that was a good idea for a movie i, I don't I'm, I'm still confused by that but okay sure I'm, it might be all right It's unfortunate for Paige that she's basically retired, but with it all happening, but eh, it is what it is. All right, so UFC Sunday, uh, USPN, UFC on ESPN Sunday um, night, uh, seven o'clock prelims. Well, actually, probably six thirty. No, probably like five thirty-six on the prelim prelims on ESPN Plus, but then the prelims at seven. Main card at 9, check it out on ESPN. Uh, but also, Sunday night, if you're not into UFC and you're more into the wrestling game, the Elimination Chamber happens uh, this Sunday night. But before we get to all that, let's go back and take a look back see at the Royal Rumble and see what happened down there and how I did. Um, so, truth be told, um, the Chad Gable-Bobby Roode match... Um, uh, no, it was Chad Gable and Bobby Roode taking on... Um, Whichever one of the AOP is injured, and then da- Dawson Dash da- I forget what, D- Dash Wilder. No, it was Dash Wilder. It wasn't Dawson. It wasn't Scott Dawson. It was Dash. I think it was one of the two. One of the rival and one of the yeah. It was a weird. It was a weird concept that didn't really make any sense. So if the guy from AOP and the dude from the revival had beat. Chad Gable and Bobby Roode, they would have then both gotten championship opportunities for their teams down the line, even though the other AOP guys hurt. Didn't matter, Chad Gable and Bobby Roode won. So I got that right, even though I I made the prediction, eh, whatever, you just have to take my word for it. <laughs> uh, then um, Nakamura beat Rusev for the U.S. title. Um, Buddy Murphy retained in the light and the cruiserweight title um i had picked today with tommy who is up and left the company <laughs> so good for me good job me uh oscar beat becky lynch um the miz and shane mcmahon beat uh Cesaro and sheamus ronda rousey beat sasha banks then becky lynch who wasn't supposed to be in the rumble won the rumble so that's kind of bs in my mind but regardless I mean, it didn't surprise me, but it was just kind of like, oh, well, that it was just weird that she wasn't in the Rumble to begin with. But the thing was, so Lana was supposed to be in the Rumble, but then hurt her ankle in the Rusev-Nakamura match. When she went to come out for her match, she got hurt and couldn't make it to the ring. So then Becky Lynch came out and was like, can I be in the match? And Fit Finley was just like, uh, sure. Which is a point that I want to bring up in a little bit, but it was just a weird thing. And then she ended up... Um, Eliminating Charlotte to win the match. Um, then Daniel Bryan helped. Uh, Daniel Bryan won, beat um, AJ Styles with the help of the returning Rowan, who is now associated with Daniel Bryan for whatever reason, because they have beards and wear flannel, apparently. Um, Brock Lesnar beat Finn Balor, uh, and then beat him up after the match too for reasons. Um, and then finally in the in the. Uh, in the main event, the Royal Rumble itself, uh, Seth, the men's Royal Rumble, I should say, 
Seth Rollins won the Royal Rumble. So no big surprise there. So I did pretty well. I got the Rusev match wrong at the uh, Cruiserweight match wrong. And I got the Women's Royal Rumble match wrong, even though that's because I was going based off the fact that Becky Lynch wasn't in it. Uh, also, note, note John Cena uh, was injured and didn't make it into the Men's Royal Rumble. Injured. I say injured. He was off filming a movie. Uh, so Braun Strowman took his place after he got removed from Universal title match. Um... R-Truth was supposed to be number 30, but he came out and was attacked by Nia Jax, who then entered the Men's Royal Rumble, but got eliminated. Um, and beaten up by Rusev, Rey Mysterio, I want to say somebody, oh, well she did eliminate Mustafa Ali, but I feel like there was someone else in there that helped eliminate her, whatever, either way, I don't know, um, so yeah, that's, that's, that was the Royal Rumble, it, overall it was it was long. It was very long. It was like five hours just for like the... And that's not even including... Like the, with the pre-show and the Royal Rumble, it was like seven hours long. It was really, really long. <laughs> and I I started it late because I, I was skiing and I got done skiing. And by one, I hadn't watched NXT TakeOver from the night before because I was watching the Celtics Warriors, which ended kind of terribly for the Celtics. So then I was trying to catch up on that, and by the time I caught up on that, I was still like way behind. So I didn't get I didn't get done watching until like one thirty in the morning or something crazy. Um, but anyways, um, yeah. So since then, um, on the on so Seth Rollins going after Lesnar. Lesnar beat up Seth Rollins because why not? Um, Becky Lynch chose Ronda. Now, since that happened. So Becky Lynch had hurt her knee in the Royal Rumble, and Stephanie and Triple H wanted her to check out her knee, and if she didn't check out her knee, she was going to get suspended, so she said no, and then she beat up Stephanie McMahon and slapped Triple H, but then this week she's like, oh no, okay, I uh, I got my knee checked, it's all good, ready to go, and then Stephanie and Triple H were like, well, you gotta apologize, and she's like, eventually she apologized, and they're like, alright, cool, everything's good, you're ready to go. Um, but then Vince McMahon came out and said, I don't accept that. You're out. You're suspended 60 days. You're out of the match. Charlotte Flair is in it. Now, there was an easier way to do that. I mean, I guess they wanted to build it up so, like, there seems like, oh, here's the McMahons after Becky Lynch or whatever, at least Vince now. But it was an easier way to do that. Just be like, hey, you know what? Um, yeah, Fit Finley can't just let you in the match. Like, that's total BS. Like, Charlotte, Charlotte wins. There was an easier way to do that. <laughs> uh, but they got to stretch it out, I guess. So, I mean, eventually, I think it's going to be a triple threat. I think. Um, what they ultimately end up could doing is having Becky and Charlotte fight at the next pay-per-view, Fastlane. Yeah, there's another pay-per-view. <laughs> Outside of Eliminated Chamber before the pay Now, see, that's that's another thing I want to... But, I mean, that could happen at that. Where that faces uh, Ronda... And maybe the loser faces Asuka? I don't know. But that'd be kind of a weird consolation prize, I think. Uh, but anyways, um, yeah, so I feel like it's a little unnecessary to have two pay-per-views in between the Rumble and the and WrestleMania. And I know WrestleMania is a little bit late this year, partially because it's outside in New York and they probably wanted to put it as late as possible so to avoid any like snowstorms or anything. Uh, but... Um, you know, I, I got I got the point of two pay-per-views in between when you had separate brand branded pay-per-views. You want to have 
okay, here's how you build up the Raw side. Here's how you build up the SmackDown side before um, WrestleMania. But now that they don't have that, it seems unnecessary. Um, just way too much. But anyways, um, regardless of any of that. Also, the R-Truth won the uh, U.S. title from Nakamura. Uh, then Rusev turned on R-Truth. Also, Elias is bad now because Jeff Jarrett was apparently a good guy. Sure, that makes sense. Jeff Jarrett was never a good guy in WWE except for like maybe half a second after Owen Hart died. That was about it. Um, and I know he was good in TNA or whatever, but like, yeah, he, he was a surprise in the Royal Rumble and got in Elias' face and whatever. So Elias beat him up, whatever. So Elias is bad now, too, and now Roosters are bad. Whatever. Sure. Um, the Revival beat... Chad Gable and uh, Bobby Roode for the tag titles. Now, this is after they supposedly asked for their release. Now, clearly wasn't granted to them. But the thing is, like, they still have under contract for a while. So by giving them the tag titles, that's like, all right, you guys, you want the tag titles? They're there. You're happy now? Type of situation where it's kind of like a swerve to be like, yeah, yeah, you internet people don't know what you're talking about. When ultimately, maybe they were right and they're going to get let go. I don't know. I don't know what's happening, but regardless, they're the tag champions. Now, the day Otami asked about, or who I talked about, did ask for his release and was released. Dean Ambrose, the report started coming out that he's not going to resign. His contract's up at the end of April and he's not going to resign. To wit, WWE even actually came out and said, "Yes, this is true. Uh, we're trying. We're negotiations have broken off. We will be leaving. We hope that he comes back." Which seemed weird because, like, why would you even acknowledge that? Um, but whatever. Then people are saying, "Eh, maybe this is part of an angle." I don't know. It seems weird that it would be, but. Uh, you know, so then then he lost to EC3, got beat up by Nia Jax. Um, so it seemed like, okay. But then this week, he beat EC3. I'm saying, like, oh, okay, well, that's weird. Well, what was the point of that? Um, but he also did cut a quick promo and told Seth Rollins to slay the beast, which supposedly was supposed to be a lot longer. I don't know if that's accurate. Or I don't know, even if it was, maybe they pulled up. They're saying he pulled an audible. I don't know, maybe the... Everyone pulled an audible because of the time, time-wise or whatever. I don't know, whatever, but that's the thing that's happening. Um, yeah, all right, let's just get into Elimination Chamber. There's only seven ma- matches now, so I'm assuming they're going to add a couple more, at least one for the pre-show anyways. Um, yeah, I mean, it's also interesting to see who's not on the card. I mean, Becky Lynch isn't on the card because she's suspended. Um but, like, I mean, obviously Lesnar's on the card. But, like, Rollins isn't on the card. Ambrose isn't on the card. Uh, U.S. title is not being defended. <laughs> um, I mean, whatever there. But, uh, yeah, it's just interesting to see some of the guys that are missing here. Um, I'm sure Seth Rollins will do something. I don't think Brock Lesnar's going to be there. But I gotta imagine Seth Rollins does something. I mean, he's going to be main event to WrestleMania. Theoretically, theoretically, the, a lot of the rumors saying the main event will be the women's match, which could happen, but I don't know. It just seems weird that he wouldn't be there at all. Um, but all right, so Sunday night, uh, pre-show starts at six, I believe, 
Main show starts at 7 from Tokyo. 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 From the Toyota Center. The Tokyo Center. The Tokyo Center in Houston, Texas. No, the Toyota Center in Houston, Texas. Uh, Sunday night. Uh, check it out. Um, all right, let's start off with, uh, I guess, the Cruiserweight match. Uh, we have Buddy Murphy defending the title against Akira Tozawa. I don't know. I'm kind of liking Buddy Murphy as the champion here. No reason to get rid of it. Keep it on Buddy. I mean, they, if for no other reason, just to like change it, I could see uh, Tozawa winning, but I just don't see why you would bother. Uh, all right, like next step, we will go with um, it's all championship matches too, which is weird. Um, but let's go with um, oh, actually no, it's not all championship. It's all championship matches against except for one. Which let's go with this one: Braun Strowman taking on Baron Corbin again. This time in a notice qualification match. I don't see Braun Strowman losing to Baron Corbin at this point. All right, next up we have, uh, let's go with the Intercontinental Championship. Uh, Bobby Lashley will be defending his Intercontinental Championship along with Leo Rush in a handicap match against Finn Balor. Now, I mm, I don't know. I don't know here. I feel like I, I want to see Finn Balor here, but I feel like Buddy... I feel like Bobby Lashley is going to somehow win thanks to something happening. I don't think they're ready to take it off of him yet. I feel like if Finn Balor is going to win this, win the title, he's going to win it at WrestleMania or something like that. I don't feel, I don't see him winning it here. So Bobby Lashley and I guess Leo Rush technically will win too, right? Um... Alright, let's go. SmackDown Tag Team Champions are being defended. I think Shane McMahon and The Miz, the new champions, defending against the Usos. Um, I feel like Shane and, Shane and The Miz are going to win. I don't feel like they're ready to drop it. I feel like eventually they will, maybe at the next pay-per-view, and turn on each other. But I, I kind of feel like that may not happen. At least not, not yet, anyways. Although it could be wrong, they could lose in the, this, get the rematch for the next pay-per-view, lose that because of whatever, and then uh, turn on each other. Because I still feel like that's where they're going with this, Miz and Shane McMahon for WrestleMania, but I feel like you kind of don't want to rush it, but at the same time, you're running out of time. <laughs> so, I don't know. Um, then next up, we have the Raw Women's title with uh, Ronda Rousey defending against Ruby Riot. Charlotte Flair said she will be there at ringside to watch the match. Um, I'm guessing Becky Lynch will show up and get involved as well. I don't see Ronda losing. So, or at least not the title. She might lose by disqualification or something along those lines. But I don't don't see her losing the title. The next up, we have the Elimination Chambers. There are two of them. Uh, first up, we have the Tag Team Elimination Chamber match for the inaugural WWE Women's Tag Team Championship um, it was determined on, it was determined on, um, Raw and SmackDown this week that Becky, no, sorry, Bailey and Sasha will start on the Raw side, and Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose will start on the SmackDown side, and then the other teams involved, Nia Jackson, and Tamina, the Riot Squad, Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan, the Iconics, Billy Kay and Peyton Royce, and then Naomi and Carmella. 
Um, so yeah, I feel like I want to say Bailey and Sasha are going to win this, but again, I feel like it doesn't make sense for them to win it here. It makes more sense for them to win it at WrestleMania. So I think Nia Jax and Tamina are going to win it. And then eventually down the line, Bailey and Sasha will beat them at WrestleMania. The only other theory I have here, the only other thought process I'm thinking of here, is if Bailey and Sasha do win, then maybe like Trish Stratus and Lita like challenge them at WrestleMania or something along those lines. I feel like it's one of those two teams though. Uh, who am I going with? You know, I'm going with Bailey and Sasha because uh, I feel like, yeah, yeah, Bailey and Sasha. Because I don't think people are, yeah. And that's kind of based off what my next prediction is going to be, I think, too. I feel like one of the Elimination Chambers, you have to, you got to give us the fans something, right? And then finally in the main event of the evening, probably, maybe, that could be the main event, too, I guess. The tag, the women's tag match. Um, the uh, Elimination Chamber for the, uh, I don't think so though Elimination Chamber for the WWE Championship We have Daniel Bryan defending against AJ Styles Jeff Hardy, Randy Orton, Samojo, and Kofi Kingston Kofi Kingston took Buddy uh, no, Mustafa, yeah, Mustafa Ali's spot Because Mustafa Ali was Too injured because of Samojo and Randy Orton or whoever I don't remember um, So the Kofi So they picked, they said one of the New Day members Could be in and they picked Kofi. Then they had a gauntlet match on SmackDown. Kofi went for over an hour. It's very similar to the Seth um, Rollins thing. Although, yeah, it was similar to that. Ultimately, he eventually got... He eliminated... Uh, he eliminated AJ... Oh, no. He eliminated Daniel Bryan, Jeff Hardy, then Samoa Joe. Then AJ Styles came out. Uh, Samoa Joe attacked Kofi after the match. Uh, then AJ beat Kofi. And then as they were wheeling out Kofi, Randy Orton came out of nowhere and hit the RKO, which was, uh, I was pretty sure that was going to happen when Randy got into the match. I didn't necessarily know he was going to be the end, but then it get very obvious when like, there was only like a minute left in the show when, when AJ pinned uh, Kofi, that was like, yeah, that's going to happen. That's definitely happening. He's going to hit him with the RKO out of nowhere and he's going to pin him. So with that win, Randy Orton is will be the last one into the match, the last one to enter, giving him the decisive advantage. Even though I don't think that has ever helped anyone ever in these matches, I could be wrong. I don't know. Uh, but regardless of any of that, and Daniel Bryan will have Eric Rowan in his corner. Or sorry, he's just Rowan now. Possibly Harper shows up and helps him too. I could see that, or maybe even Bray Wyatt. I don't know where he's at. Um, there's lots of guys still kind of missing. Um, although Kevin Owens did say he's a month away. He said that on, uh, on, on Raw, so we'll see. All right, so Daniel Bryan's going to win, though, with help from Rowan, possibly Harper, possibly Wyatt, possibly someone else. I don't know. So there we go. Elimination Chamber happening this Sunday. Uh, if you choose not to watch, um, the UFC, you can watch Elimination Chamber or watch none of them and watch some AF football. I don't know. I don't care. Do what you do. Do what you want to do. I don't care. But I'm going to be watching Elimination Chamber and probably throw UFC on the second channel. On the second channel. On the second TV with no sound. 
at least my, my plan. Be awesome to have to sit back and relax and have Monday off, but my my work hates presidents, so oh well. Alright. That's gonna do it. Uh thanks for listening. As always, check out the blog at razorvader.blogspot.com. Uh follow me on Twitter at Razorvader. Uh subscribe to the podcast at uh Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or where else you can find it. Um leave me a review, five stars, all that cool stuff. Uh, and then get ready for next week, Monday, the first episode of the movie podcast will drop, Movie Rank Podcast for 2018, leading right up into the final, which will be a collaboration between uh, the One Man Renegade Podcast and the Very Drunken Podcast, as as my man Fascio, Radar Fascio, will be joining me, um, and kind of it's a dual simulcast, or whatever you want to call it, of uh, both both channels, so... If you don't listen to that, you should go over and check that out at very, very drunkenpodcast.blogspot.com. You can find it on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher and wherever else, too. Um, so, yeah, I look forward to doing the movie ranks. Uh, that's always a fun thing to do every year. And check it out. And I'll talk to you then. Thanks for listening. Bye.